Did Chuck Schumer openly bribe Ghislaine Maxwell's judge? Mr. Reagan. So far, we haven't heard too much coming out of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. We've heard about some emotional testimony coming from women who were abused, and that's certainly necessary in order to clarify the extent of the damage done to the victims. But most of us don't care that much about that stuff. It's not because we don't care about the girls who were abused. We certainly care in that sense. But with regard to the trial, we know that the crimes are heinous and that Ghislaine and Epstein and the various clients that they were entertaining, we know that these people are all monsters. What we all want to know, what we're all dying to know, is the names of their clients. We want to know who else abused these girls because we all suspect that there are a lot of powerful people involved. I mean, nobody really thinks that Epstein killed himself. Most of us are convinced that there are a lot of powerful people currently trying to hide their crimes. Crimes that were facilitated by Epstein. And crimes that could well be exposed through this trial. Now, rumors have swirled for years now that Epstein was involved in a massive blackmail operation, luring rich and famous men to his island, filming them engaged in lewd sexual acts with underage girls, and then using that footage to leverage whomever he needed to. Some even suspect that Epstein was connected to American or British or Israeli intelligence, collecting this compromising footage for them so that they could leverage these powerful men. In any case, many people are surprised that Ghislaine Maxwell even lived to testify at her trial. But now we're in the trial stage, and the other day, a flight log was revealed to the court, a flight log that was almost entirely redacted. The various black bars hiding the names of all of those on the flight log naturally irritated just about everyone following this trial. Why? Why hide the names of those who flew on Epstein's jet? Well, most of us think that it's to protect important people who don't want to be accused of heinous sex crimes. And certainly not everyone who knew Epstein or flew on his jet is guilty of such crimes. However, that's not a reason to redact their names. We're a savvy bunch, we Americans. And while there are some who will see names on that list and immediately and forever assume guilt, most of us realize that having flown on that jet only provides a starting point from which other questions must then be asked until reasonable suspicion might be sparked. One question, for instance, might be, did the person on the list actually fly to Epstein's island? That's a pretty important question. Were there any underage girls on the flight with the person? Another pretty important one. But we don't get to ask those questions because the names are all redacted. And I can tell you this. There is absolutely no circumstance that I can imagine in which those names need to be redacted for national security, which is the only reason I believe that names are supposed to be redacted. So this redaction really is just to protect the folks that might well be guilty of heinous sex crimes against underage girls. And this, to me, is an absolutely disgusting miscarriage of justice. So why would the judge in this case do this? Well, perhaps because the judge in this case is a left-wing operative controlled by Democrats. And perhaps she was rewarded for going along with their vile little scheme to protect disgusting sex criminals even before this trial started. I'll explain all of this in one moment. First, I have to sell you something. It's being reported that the top five tech corporations are lobbying hard against consumer privacy. These corporations include Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, and Google. Google, for example, boasted about delaying e-privacy regulations, and they are said to be colluding with Facebook. Amazon has also successfully lobbied against three dozen privacy protection bills across 25 states. Now, I do everything in my power to ensure my privacy privacy online. And that means I always keep on my VPN. Well, that's what the script tells me to say. But the truth is that sometimes I forget. And when I realize I don't have it on, I'm like, crap. 
Now, my buddy just got a knock on the door from the FBI a few months back for being at the Capitol on January 6th, despite being a reporter. And that has made me a little bit paranoid ever since. Now, a VPN allows you to surf the web anonymously, which means that you'll prevent advertisers and corporations from creating profiles on you. I use Virtual Shield's VPN. Virtual Shield has been built from the ground up for your protection. Now, I think it's the fastest, the most reliable, and the easiest VPN to use. And it is secure. It's also available on your iPhone and for your Android devices. I've partnered with Virtual Shield to give my audience 50% off for life and a free 30-day trial of Virtual Shield during the holidays. So go to virtualshield.com slash Mr. Reagan or click on the link in the description below to start protecting yourself online right now. So the judge in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial is Judge Allison Nathan. This is a far-left lesbian activist judge appointed to her current position by Barack Obama in 2011. Throughout this case, Judge Allison Nathan has appeared to be tough on Ghislaine Maxwell, but also oddly open to any attempt to hide information from the public. The press has been banned from the courtroom. Before the trial even began, the judge ruled that details of the case should be hidden from the public because they're too, quote, sensational and impure to reveal. And then, as I mentioned before, when the flight logs were finally presented in court, they were almost entirely redacted. The judge apparently commented that they seemed unnecessarily redacted, but I haven't read about any changes made, and we have no more names than we did before. So this judge is clearly willing to keep the secrets of important people who don't want to be associated with the Epstein saga, although surely some should be. And there are certainly many sinister folks trying to help them to avoid public exposure. And we also have one extremely suspicious move by Senator Chuck Schumer. Before the trial even started, Chuck Schumer nominated the judge, Allison Nathan, for a promotion. She's been nominated to the U.S. Court of Appeals. This is one step away from becoming a Supreme Court justice. So what this looks like to me and to, I think, basically everybody is it's a kind of bribe. Hey, You make sure that you go along with our little cover-up efforts for the rich and famous folks that need protection here, and I'll make sure that you become a Supreme Court justice. And as a sign of good faith, I'm going to nominate you for the U.S. Court of Appeals right now. That's what it looks like. I mean, you guys tell me what you think. Now, I haven't actually read this accusation anywhere else that this is a kind of a bribe, but I can't see it just being some kind of funny coincidence. This looks 100% like a bribe to me. And what's even more absurd about this trial is that everyone involved seems to be handpicked by the Democrat Party. I mean, it would be really hard to find a more deep state friendly group of folks all in the same room together outside the Democrat National Convention. Maureen R. Comey, one of the assistant U.S. attorneys prosecuting this case, is the daughter of James Comey. Like, seriously, that's who you got? Do you want to broadcast your bias a little louder, please? I'm not quite sure the deep state involvement is obvious enough. Allison G. Moe, another one of the assistant U.S. attorneys prosecuting this case, was one of the federal prosecutors pursuing charges against Steve Bannon. Seems legit. Nothing suspicious about that. And these are the folks prosecuting this woman. So naturally, they're going to get to decide what they present in court and what they hide. And if there are folks that don't want to be exposed, I am 100% sure that those women are hiding them. Now, I wasn't able to find the political affiliations of every prosecutor or defense attorney, but from what I've been able to find, it looks to me like everyone in that courtroom is a staunch Democrat, not a single Republican in sight. This whole thing looks to me like a very carefully orchestrated show trial. It looks to me 
Like the evidence presented has all been decided ahead of time, not in terms of what might best illustrate the crimes of the defendant, but rather what will best hide the crimes of those who don't want to be exposed. I mean, every government agency has had access to this woman for months. Why haven't we got any other arrests yet? If we were to judge this situation merely by the arrests made, then what it looks like is that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell used underage girls themselves, shared their perverse crimes with Prince Andrew, and literally no one else. No one actually believes that. What we want, and what the world deserves, is a list of all those involved with Epstein. Justice demands investigations of everyone who went to Epstein's private island, or who can be placed with one of the underage girls that Epstein abused. Until those investigations happen, until those arrests are made, and until everyone involved in that abuse is tried and convicted, justice will not be served. Well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they cover up the crimes of their rich friends. Good night. Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. They say we offer simple answers to complex problems. But perhaps there is a simple answer. That we want our national policy based on what we know in our hearts is morally right. Right. 